Hey everyone, and welcome to the I'll Take a Glass podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Preston. No matter what's in it, grab a glass. And And let's let's do life life together. together. All right, welcome back. We are excited to be here yet again and hope uh, that you've been able to listen to the other three episodes. But if you haven't so far, then go check those out. But today, in honor of the summer, we are talking about summer vacation versus summer adventures which kind of sound the same, but they're different in our world. Right. So you're going to explain that to people. But question for you, what was or has been your fam- your favorite vacation? And it, I'm just going to say this. It doesn't have to be with me, although that would be nice. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm definitely a, I prefer warmth over cold. Yeah. So like I've been snow skiing before and it's awesome. Like I want to go again, have a ton of fun doing it. But I definitely prefer like beach over snow. And so like growing up, we always had Gulf Shores that we went to every year. That's always a blast. Um, I think my favorite all-time vacation, conveniently, (laughs) um, it would have to be our honeymoon. That was mine. Yeah. It was awesome, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. So we were blessed by a family uh, that they sent us out to Mexico for our honeymoon yeah. and our wedding story was a little different. We planned and scheduled a wedding, not knowing our school calendar. And so we weren't able to go on our honeymoon immediately because mm-hmm. we had to be back at work and we couldn't miss those days of work even for a honeymoon. Cause that was in the middle because, of basketball season. Yes. And because that was finals week yeah. Oh, ending yeah. out of semester and you can't miss during that time yeah. and the whole nine. Right. So we went on a delayed honeymoon, but we went to Mexico, all-inclusive resort, um, on the beach, had a ton of fun. Now, some of the excursions were great (laughs) for me, but Tay was feeding some fish. (laughs) And so uh, he gets very motion sick and seasick. I feel like Um, we need to tell the snorkeling story a little bit, though. Like, I feel like this is the perfect story. I mean, which snorkeling story? The, The one... Like two hour block of snorkeling encompasses like eight different stories. Like every rule, like like snorkeling was a terrible idea. So to give you context, Taylor is motion sick, like incredibly motion sick. Um, gets a ton of motion sickness and seasick. So out on the boat, she was sick, nauseous the whole night going into it. She's also very claustrophobic. So you can imagine how putting on a snorkeling mask... Uh, like the goggles, closed off nose, breathing through a tube, how that would make her feel. Uh, and she's not the most comfortable swimming. Like That's not true. Swim. I can oh, swim. Stop it. Stop I just it. hold I just my nose. You couldn't swim. Yeah. <laughs> you have to hold your nose every time you go underwater. So Okay. No, only mean... when I jump in water after a wet nose. I've gotten good at like not holding my nose when I go under. I've been practicing in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, but though, let's do, look, first of all, I can swim. Like I can, I can I didn't stroke. Say you couldn't swim. Well, I just said you're not the most confident, which is probably true. But I also taught myself how to swim at like Stuff seven taught. years old, yeah. and I should have drowned. First of all, let's just talk about how much of a champion and elite swimmer I am in that, and having taught myself how to swim. Like all that's right, that's. Slow down. <laughs> Like, that's impressive. I mean, people listen to this like, dang, that's impressive. She's multi-talented. By the time we got to our location to go snorkel, you were 
were feeling incredibly nauseous. I don't think yeah. you started feeding fish yet. Not yet. But you were feeling nauseous. We get in the water. It's a little chilly because little. It, was, it was over. It was in March. And so yeah. water was a little cool. Uh, felt great outside, but water was a little cool. I didn't have a problem with it, but I'm a lot tougher than she is. And so <laughs> oh. when she was in the water, like that was shocking to her. Didn't It was not a lot of fun. And so just being claustrophobic, not feeling well, she spent a lot of time up and down in the water <laughs> and not like kind of laying across the water with her life vest and all that so that she can see below her. So she missed a ton. So I was constantly coming up. Look, there's turtles. Wow, look at those fish. Holy smokes. There's a six foot stingray right underneath you. And she kicks the stingray like it was awesome. Yeah, um, I don't know. How, I don't know how I didn't die. I stepped in fire coral. Yeah, you kicked fire coral. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, like this is, you know, it, that just lets me know God is not done with me <laughs> because I should have died out there historically because this was an awful experience. And then I was the one person that like the instructor had to stay with the whole time. He had to come yeah. back and get me. Yeah, that was a bunch <laughs> of circle back happening. Yeah. <laughs> Circling back to get Tay. We're all out way off at the at the reef checking it out let's talk about how my husband left me and had no idea where i was all right which was terrifying why was it terrifying because you're such a confident swimmer it was terrifying because i was by myself i was freaking out because i was so claustrophobic and then you just left me like i i think i remember like i'm trying not to start crying right now because i remember my feelings are so hurt because i was crying in the middle of the ocean because you were gone <laughs> you had no idea. You just left. <laughs> I'm crying right now. I don't even know. Right, I mean, I forgive so, you. <laughs> all right. So I'm supposed to miss out on snorkeling. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you weren't feeling well and didn't like the way your goggles fit. So supposed now I'm not allowed to go snorkel and see it. I mean, we had already spent money on the excursion. You're supposed to you're supposed to comfort me and just hold my hand and oh, be like, there's "Hey, a I've got you." Back for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You almost didn't comfort me for that either. I they sent me. This is how bad it was when we got back on the boat. They sent me to the back of the bus or the back of the boat by myself sitting on the steps one i was afraid i was gonna fall off the back in the water so let's talk about that and i i was also terrified i was gonna get eaten by a shark when we were snorkeling then i just saw i'm feeding these fish right now i'm throwing up this shark is gonna smell it and just come just yank me off the back of the boat nobody's gonna know i'm gone like this is a, this is dramatic for me so in this episode of our podcast we'll be talking about <laughs> irrational fears <laughs> This is traumatic. Anyway, okay, listen. If you are listening, let us know. Are you a vacation person, summer adventure person? What's your favorite vacation was? Vacation spots we need to check out. Do not recommend snorkeling, though, in these. You already know that one's out. So, <laughs> but anyway, but I think you had a listener question for us before we get started on our actual summer vacation yes. adventures. Yes, so in the spirit of last week's soup debacle, okay, Chris W. submitted a question. Okay. He said, is water wet? Ooh. No, water makes items wet. So water itself is not wet. No. Water is an element. 
I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I feel like I'm on a, taking an AP test right now, and if I don't answer this, I'm going to fail at life. And I'm really struggling with this answer. I'm going to say water is not wet. It makes items wet. Boom. And that's it. Like we're that's gonna, it. That's the the doctoral statement. Yep, that's it. We're going to defend that thesis like our life depended on it. I mean, I don't really I have much would, defense, but... Unlike last week, I agree with you this time. Okay. I feel like water makes things wet, not water. I mean, water itself is water. Yeah, okay. And so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is um, this is above our. We do not have PhDs. I think this this is a little extensive. We might have to tap somebody in on this one. Yeah. So if you know yeah. the answer, let yeah. us know. If you have any thoughts? Weigh in. We're we're ready to read and hear all arguments. Okay. But water is not wet. <laughs> so let's talk about it. We do summer adventures right now. We mm-hmm. stopped doing like true vacations. Uh, if you want to define it as true vacations, we love vacations. It's just harder because our kids are smaller. Right. Um, but the main reason why we started doing summer adventures is, well, two main reasons. One is because we still work during the summer as coaches. But it's really not even that because we could take time off. Take time off. But two, it's just because our kids are smaller, it's a lot harder to travel right. long distances with three small kids and go places in that sense. So we do yeah. adventures which what that looks like for us is once a week we do something local and pretty much throughout that day for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll kind of give some examples of some things that we do. But then that allows us to come home and sleep in our own beds where our kids sleep better, things like that. I do right. miss vacations, like true long vacations, which we're going on one this summer, you and I. Mm-hmm. But the kids aren't going. Heading um, back to Mexico. Yeah, we are. We're going back to Mexico. So... Um, so we do have those, but we started summer adventures and our kids love it actually. Yes. So do you want to kind of yeah, touch so on the, this a little bit? I think the biggest thing for us is one of the last times we went actually to Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm. Um, it was as fun as it was to be out at the beach on vacation, man, it was challenging. Yeah. And I think as parents, it's okay to say like, it was hard because our kids don't sleep well, no, they don't. There's at this point they they get out of bed all the time when we put them down now, and so when we're in a different environment, mm-hmm. um, and they like sleeping arrangements are different, and they don't have their own space, and they might be sharing a room with us or whatever the case is, they just don't sleep well, Mm-mm. and so that just makes especially like you look at a beach vacation, you're outside, the sun drains you, the activities of the day drain you, and then if you turn around and you don't sleep well, like. For a four-year-old, a three-year-old, a two-year-old, like all those young ages, like life gets tough quick. Yeah. And so we just decided as a family, all right, what's the best for us in our stage of life now to go on these vacations and continue to force that issue or to where honestly at times we like it, it becomes challenging to enjoy that time together mm-hmm. because we're just it gets to a point where we're just at each other's throats because <laughs> we get worn out yeah. like, and it's and we're exhausted. Or would it be better to do things that are local, that they have a blast doing, that mm-hmm. we can call adventures, and then we can come home and we can all get in bed and wake up the next day in our home mm-hmm. uh, and, and life is good. And so that just works so much better for our family. Now, we have friends that 
their kids go travel and sleep great on the road Mm -hmm. and they go take their uh, vacations and they go do that time together as a family. And if that's you, more power to you. We just had to explore other options kind of to make the decision for what was best for our family. And what's best for our family is definitely going the route of staying a little more local, not trying to avoid overnights right now, Mm -hmm. just until our kids get a little bit older. Right. Um, where they can understand a little bit better and they'll sleep a little bit better the whole nine. Um, well, then, but then a lot of our friends who take their kids, they take their oldest and then they leave like one or two behind, which is, I mean, which is fine. That's how it, what they do. Right. It's harder for me to do that personally. Um, I struggle, obviously, I have some separation issues, but... Um, like the summer is going to be hard. Yeah. But even when we went, like at the time when we went to Gulf Shores, Blakeland wasn't even one yet. And she, I mean, we, you and I both got s- extremely sick, like awful. Yeah, Couldn't get fun. out of bed for days because there's bacteria in the water or something. Yeah. And like we could, like it was awful. And then she woke up at like 4.50 a.m. on average every day. Yeah. And it wasn't a time change. So like that was that was bad, and then I'm like, oh, it was it was probably one of the worst experiences outside of snorkeling that I've yeah. had. So that happened, and then but now they they do so much better now. Mind you, our kids are four, two, and nine months, and so the nine month old hasn't actually been on an adventure. So we'll have That's to see yeah. how that works out for him. But That's um, yeah. yeah. So like some of our adventures, we go to the zoo. Yeah, they eat that up, especially yeah, kids love the zoo. Yeah. And they get a, a stuffed animal that they get to pick from the zoo mm-hmm. every time. So that's like a little keepsake that they get to have. Um, we go to what's called Typhoon Texas in Houston, where we are. Um, they love that. It's a water park. Water park, yeah. Um, go get themselves worn out. Yeah. Uh, go down slides, the thrill, the adventure, all the whole yeah. nine. And then we go right back home. Right. Um, we have some museums down here that we've gone to before. Um, children's museums. There's always birthday parties. Um, but another thing that our kids love is going to the pool, and then we take them to try a new snow cone place after. It's right. like real small, but mm-hmm. it spends all day. And even the best part about this is like we're at these places for like four or five hours, and then we get to come home, shower, do what we do, take naps, and then we wake up and we still have time together. And so we do fun things like that. So our adventures are local. We um, go to like local beaches and stuff like that. Yeah, too. local beach. Like, yeah, we'll do stuff like that, not Galveston, although. I mean, I don't have anything against it, but... It's gross. Yeah. Okay, so you have something against it. I wasn't going to say that, but, you know, no. we have found other beaches nearby that we can go to um, that we utilize. And so that has been better for our family. So we're definitely no, team no. summer adventure over vacation yeah. right now. But I think eventually it'll get back to oh, vacations. Sure. I would say eventually we'll definitely get back to more of the vacation route where we're going out of state or just trying different things outside of our kind of immediate area for sure yeah and let's uh, summer vacations are fake when you have little kids like it's not a yeah, vacation no, you're just real. you're watching you're babysitting your kids in a new city you're you're paying money to do what you would do at home and even more exhausted and probably going to get some kind of bug clearly because no we get sick at least that's the case for us <laughs> some of y'all are like no way it's so much better to go out of town like great like more yeah. power to you that is not our reality no, so, not at all <laughs> So uh, the other thing that's cool too, and you can see it like as our, I know we talk about our oldest, but as she continues to get older, as our two-year-old has continued to grow, Mm -hmm. like the word adventure, like allows them to be so imaginative. Yeah. And so 
even things like going to the pool and snow cone feels so much more because you tag it with the word adventure. And so now they feel like, man, this is the coolest thing ever. Because in reality, we can say we're going to go on an adventure from the living room to the kitchen and go make something. And they would eat that up so Mm -hmm. much more than just saying, hey, can y'all come help me make these cupcakes? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they want to be a part of an adventure. That is an exciting thing for them. And so being able to say like, hey, we're going on our family adventures. uh, I think they really enjoy that. Yeah. Well, then another thing too is like we every, I mean, we say this every episode, we're coaches. And so we still work during the summer. Yeah. Even teachers, some teachers are like, you were up here all summer. Oh, yeah, I was. I was working sports camps. You know, we work sports camps that are week long. Mm-hmm. Um, we work strength and conditioning camp that is, yeah. you know, four days a week every for like six weeks. Um, but the fun part about that is, well, one, it's not as strenuous with those strength conditioning camps because it's not all day, but we get to, our kids get to be a part of it. Like we right. get to bring our, like Blakeland will be with me all summer at strength yeah. conditioning. At one point she started picking up medicine balls and was like throwing it and the girls are looking at her like, what? And at the time she was three. So like she, she has fun. So we, we can take time off. We just don't right now and don't have to because we're doing our schedules are a lot more fluid in the summer. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot more space and freedom that we get to experience as it relates to young our young kids. Right. Um, and they get to go be a part of more and do more uh, with us at mm-hmm. work, which is really cool, really fun. Like, I know Blakelyn asks all the time, like, can I go? Can we go work out at the school? Can we go mm-hmm. work out at the school? And I'm not putting my four-year-old through intensive workouts so please don't call cps on me if you're listening she just enjoys that time and i've heard like my dad has told me before and i've heard other people say like kids don't spell love l-o-v-e they spell love Mm t-i-m-e and so when you create a space for them and you create and you block off time and give them time that's where they feel the most loved and so blakeland will ask me daddy can we go work out so that we can have that time together. Can we go on a daddy-daughter date? I know she loves her time with her mama too. Mm-hmm. And so our summers allow us to do that a little bit more just because our schedules are a little more fluid. Yeah. Which is, we look forward to that. Yeah. And we we block out days. So every Friday, because we don't work on Fridays, is a blackout date. And that's when we do our summer adventures. Mm-hmm. And then I would say as we go back to vacations, like we will block out specific dates. Like it's like, okay, we're just not going to work during these days because right. it's important for us to make sure that we are spending family time together. Um, but then there are people listening who don't get to the summer off. And so it's, it's that same situation where it's like, okay, just decide what works best for you and your family and black out those dates. And like, make sure you set that time, one, for you to kind of reset, but also for you and your family to get that time together. And you say, like, every summer, like, these are the days or the this is the time frame that I'm taking off so I could spend it with my family and we can go on our vacation or do our adventures and things like that. Um, and so you know, I think that's important. It's interesting. I'll hear people in my profession specifically, in our profession specifically, and I'm sure it is across the board. But like you'll like I'll talk to a coach as they're getting ready to retire and, you know, they never say, I wish I would have worked a little bit more. I wish I would have done this for a little bit longer. I wish I would have worked a little bit harder. I wish I would have called this play a couple more times. I wish I would have done more here. It's 
always, always, always at the end of their career, man, I wish I would have been home a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I would have spent some more time with my family. And so I think you touched on something that's really important and I don't want to move too quickly. Like there will always be time for work. Mm-hmm. You've got to be incredibly intentional about spending time away from work. And that's biblical. Like that's yeah. not just us talking and like, oh, take time off. You don't have to work hard. Like, yeah. no, work incredibly hard. Like hear us say that. Like I think we both try to do that in our profession. Like, mm-hmm. We try to work incredibly, incredibly hard. We value that. We value hard work. So you need to work hard. That is important. But you also have to give yourself time off. You have to give yourself space for a reset space with your family uh, mm-hmm. So that you can kind of come back to balance and, and make sure that your compass still has that true north. Because it it's like I said, it's biblical. God created the earth and on the seventh day he rested. So after he worked hard and after it was good and he had established that it was good, he got to a place of rest. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. And so in that same idea vacations for us weren't rest Mm -hmm. because it was so challenging. And so that's where we got to this place of family adventures because that's where we can find rest. That's where we can fill our love tanks and spend time with each other and have quality time with each other as a family, with our kids, with my spouse, um, and then get to the end of the day and feel full and satisfied and Mm -hmm. not dreading. Here comes nighttime routine. Here Mm -hmm. comes... 4 a.m. in the morning, we got to be back up and the whole yeah. nine. Yeah, um, I think that's good. I I definitely think that that's a, a big takeaway and something we've learned. Um, okay, and then like so, it's, at the same time, this could sound monotonous. Like it's like, oh, well, we go to the zoo every summer, but we've also let our kids pick where they want to go and what they want to do. And so that's a fun element that you could add to it. Is like. Okay, so this doesn't always seem like we're doing the same thing. Like, what is something you want to do? Like, Laylin is really into animals and things like that and learning, and she wants to go to the zoo. Blakelin wants to go back to Typhoon. Like, so letting your kids pick or even like daily things, we even say, okay, we're going to go, we're going to go try new parks. Like, we always try new things Mm -hmm. as well. So we try to add those elements in, even if it's just something for a few hours. Like we go try a new park. Like I said, we try a new snow cone place. We might try some a new food place. We might do things like that where they can kind of decide and have some say so in it because when they are involved in the decisions too, I think they have more fun. Right. Um something else we were doing this summer that we started off with, Blakelin wanted to play organized basketball and I told her not yet. And so then she asked mommy to coach her to train her. So I get to do that this summer. So I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Um, so she gets to train a little bit this summer. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> That's pending on her experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, any other tips that you have? Uh, oh, like what about you and I? Because child care isn't the same. Right. You like Blakeland's going to kindergarten. She's not going to be in daycare. How do, how really we don't even for sure know exactly how to navigate this quite yet. But what's one way that we have put one thing we've put into place to help us still have time for each other during the I mean, summer too. I know we've talked and she's five now, so she's stepping into womanhood. She'll be home alone <laughs> and um, we'll have that time. Yeah, where come we on can now. I don't want people calling on us. Like that is not true. We are not leaving our five-year-old at I mean, home. We feel like her growth and development is such that we're going to leave Leyland and Ace here and she'll be responsible for all three. Um, <laughs> I 
And so that really frees us up and saves us a ton of money on sitters. Uh, so we're excited. We're excited to see how it goes for us this summer. Um, totally joking. Uh, but no, I think, and you beat me to it. I was going to say, like, we spend a lot of time talking about family. Um, and we spend a lot of time talking about kids because that's where we are. And we came into this thing saying, like, this was going to be uh, just a place where we can come be vulnerable, be authentic and be ourselves uh, and kind of open that window or open the door to our lives. And so that's mm -hmm. where we are right now. But we've been very intentional, like to the point of budgeting for dates and having. Mm -hmm. So in the same way that you would black out a day and say, no matter what, we're going on a family adventure today, no matter what, we're taking our vacation time this week. We've done that every month just from a date standpoint where we're going to set money aside and we're going to say, no matter what, we're going to take this date time. Uh, because in the same way that a vacation and rest resets you, I think time with your spouse is the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so we need that time that we continue to date. I date my spouse. I date Taylor and I love it. I didn't stop dating her because we got married. I look forward to our date times and they look different every single time that we go. We are big movie goers. We love to go eat. We're foodies. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not the only things that we go do. Like we'll go, we've been to like different, like putt putt adventures, like just different things. Like mm -hmm. we just go try to experience in the same way that we try to change up our family adventures. We try to change up date night. And so I would say that as important as it is to spend time together as a family for us and for you as a listener, uh, you need to find time to mm -hmm. date your spouse. Yep. Um, and I know we've talked about, and we don't want to get to our kids graduating and become empty nesters. And at that point, just be two coexisters, be two yeah. people that room together and pay rent together. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, we still want just a fiery, passionate, uh, marriage. Yeah. Where we make a ton of love and all kinds of oh, stuff like Lord, that. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You know? We just got to the point, though, where this is something we stopped compromising on. I thought you were about to say we just got to the point of making a lot of love. <laughs> no. Like, Good Lord, we're really letting them in, aren't we? <laughs> no, no. Um, Like, probably in, like, November, we were like, okay, we can't do this anymore. Right, right. Because we kept putting it off, and we realized the effects that it had on us. But well, we, we just, uh, we allowed, we allowed our lives to be more important than each other yeah. at times, honestly. Yeah. And honestly, like I, I'm victim of it. I've allowed coaching and teaching to be more important than dating you at times. And that's unacceptable. And so that's why it has to be a non-negotiable for us. Like yeah. no matter what, we're going to find this time to date. Yeah. Um, and so it, it has really done wonders even in our marriage um, and in our relationship. And so, yeah we see the value in it and we hope that if you hear nothing else hopefully you hear other things but make sure you date your spouse yeah we also get to go our big summer adventure but really summer vacation like we mentioned before is we're going back to mexico in yep. july yeah so we get to do That's that a great friend of ours getting married yeah so we're excited to go experience that yeah so um that'll be exciting so and i know we talked about this before but like trying to go on like a big vacation, just the two of us every five years. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually going on, like we said, some big vacations with the kids. But right now we are for sure team adventure. 
Mama also doesn't like to pack for four people. And so that's why I'm all about adventures and not vacations as well. So that sounds... Which part of that reason, and I'm sure guys listening, y'all can relate. Part of the reason she doesn't like doing it is because she is an overpacker to the nth degree. And so everyone has the biggest suitcase that we can find. And everyone's suitcase has to be stood on top of to get it to zip. And we're only leaving for two days. But... but we got to be loaded up. That's because I don't want to get to where we're going. And then I need something specific. And I'm like, dang it. I knew I should have packed that. Now I'm in a bad mood for the day because I knew I should have packed it. Now I don't have it or I got to go buy it. Like this is a waste of money. So I might as well pack what I think I'm going to need. And it puts me in a better mood. It puts everybody in a better mood. Uh, not me when I'm packing the truck. We also, we also have kids that like two of them are bound to need a outfit change because either one they've gotten food on themselves two they've pooped through their diaper actually they go through about three outfits a day a piece so like you gotta take that into consideration too yeah those are also really small outfits so it doesn't take up a whole lot of room (laughs) you just listen i just think ahead and i'm i'm i just want to point that out that i'm thinking ahead and i'm being considerate so that you don't have to run to the store go get a whole nother outfit like that would be fun for you thank you so big picture practical takeaway find time to rest find time to enjoy adventure uh find time to do the things that you love to do Mm -hmm. um and step away from work you have to and so whether that's a vacation whether that's adventures whatever that looks like for you make sure that you make sure that you find that time yeah and i think once you start doing that like that might be the missing piece of your puzzle right now yeah I love what I do. It's an absolute blast. It's my favorite thing in the world, but I'm just so exhausted. We well, are so exhausted, maybe because you don't rest. Yeah. And so make sure you find that time. Yeah. And find time, find what works best for you and your family or what works best for you. If you're not married or don't have kids or anything like that, find what works best for you. Right. So again, it's not a one size fits all. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope it in, uh, inspired you to go try some new things and uh like we said let us know if you're team uh vacation or if you are team adventure check out our blog posts on ideas that we've done in the summer adventures as we kind of lay that out a little bit more you can pull from that um and you can find that link in the show notes and we will see you next week and have fun don't forget your sunscreen and don't forget to go rest but also do a ton of new things we will see you next week peace That's it for our show today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review and share this episode with a friend. Tune in next week for more fun and connection. In the meantime, don't forget to visit our website, view our blog, and connect with us on social media throughout the week. Don't forget to fill your glass this week. Share this episode with a friend and invite them to have a glass with us. We can't wait to hang out with you again. This episode is brought to you by Rambo Media. Thanks for tuning in.